Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from the book of Peter. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you a little question. Have you ever noticed when horses put on their blinkers? No, I'm not talking about rear taillights. I'm talking about those things that they wear on their eyes when they race at the track or go to work in a field. They've been used quite effectively for a long period of time. Horses can get spooked by any number of reasons, whether it's crowds of people or a busy traffic intersection. Even a small critter running across a trail can be a cause of distraction, so their owner will put them on to keep their eyes focused on what is directly in front of them. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Our mind needs to be renewed, and like a horse wearing blinkers, we need to close our eyes to the world, patiently running the race that is set before us. We must learn to eliminate all of the distractions of the flesh and center our love and attention on God and abstaining from earthly lusts. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. It says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshy lusts, which war against the soul. To abstain is to pass up doing something or refraining from certain activities. It means to forgo and deny something deliberately by practicing self-denial. This world is filled with temptations lurking around every corner. But we need to be able to put our foot down and tell ourselves no. When we think about fasting, we normally think about food intake. But there are numerous things that a person can abstain from. I mean, you can refrain from having sexual relationships with your spouse for a period of time. You could deny yourself chocolate or sweets. Self-denial is a very good quality to possess because it can really tamp down any fleshy lusts within the heart. If we are going to succeed at the Christian life, we must overcome the sinful nature and completely defeat them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Look at James chapter 1. Verses 12 through 14 says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptations, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Each one of us is different and uh, might have to struggle with certain issues in our lives, but in order to obtain eternal life, we must overcome temptation. We must use the grace of God as an opportunity to turn away from sinful desires and redirect our focus on a love for Christ. Love is a very powerful emotion, and you uh, always need to be careful where you're going to place it. Otherwise, it can pull you off in the wrong direction. The more involved that one becomes in the lust of the flesh, the harder it can be to, harder it can be to turn away. Uh, look at 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in this world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. This is a completely different day and age that we live in. Considering the huge influence of so much information online and on TV. What must be done is coming out and being separate, distancing yourself from the way that the world lives. The road is narrow and less traveled, but 
One must do whatever is required so that you can mortify the sinful nature. What matters is becoming an overcomer, perfected in the faith and walking in the Spirit. Galatians 5.16, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Romans 13.14, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. And once again, James chapter 4, verse 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members. God wants us to turn from darkness to light, and from wrong unto right. Acts 26, beginning at verse 16. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things, which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them, which are sanctified by faith that is in me. We must be capable of denying the sinful things of this world. Titus 2, 11 through 12 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We need to follow the leading of God's Holy Spirit. Look at Romans eight twelve. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit to mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Ephesians 4.22, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness, and true holiness. You must remember that this earth and everything in it is some going to, someday going to be gone. For the Christian, the earth is not home. It is only a temporary place that we are passing through. Everything here will eventually be dissolved. We need to prepare ourselves now for the world that is coming later. Second Peter 3, beginning at verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved? and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we also, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. So to overcome the flesh, we must redirect our minds to heavenly things. Colossians 3, beginning at verse 1, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. So, what have you been seeking after? Is it the things of this world or the things of God? Have you finally reached out to put on your own blinkers? Let's think about these things for right now. 
we can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated or affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you and Lord willing. We'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.